Language warning. This episode contains words starting with F, S, and C. I guess they got excited. Now, you dirty dogs, let's get the show on the road. Hey, yo, welcome to the battle of the century. It's Biggie Smiles versus the Terminator. Biggie Smiles, it's on you. Yeah, yeah, give me that beat. Uh, uh, yeah. You smelled like ass and you rap like a mouse. Where'd you get them shoes, chemist warehouse? Listen up, I know your glasses help you see. So why you find it hard to see a dick when you pee? Penis. Okay, okay, that was hot, Biggie Smiles. Hey, yo, Terminator, what you got? You're as fun to be around as getting an enema. Just another pasty white boy with eczema. How you against me when you got no talent? I had your girl sit still on my dick like the mannequin challenge. Hey, yo, the crowd chose me. Yeah, yeah, one more thing, Biggie Smiles, you get it. In 2022, the crowd ain't feeling that. Get him out of here. Yo, yo, welcome back to Housewarming. I'm Nat Demina. I'm Marty Smiley, and that means you are listening to Season 3 of Housewarming. We're back. We're back for Season 3. We've had our summer break. It's been mm-hmm. a crazy summer. It's been fun. Whew. We got up to some mischief. A lot went on. I was home alone, kind of, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the black Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting up to some home alone shit in the house, you know, just fucking in every room. What? <laughs> Just don't run a UV light in this house. I really I feel like that wasn't the plot. <laughs> no, I mean, if you looked hard enough. There was elements of horniness in that movie. What was it? Don't nah. destroy that movie, please. <laughs> no, nah, it was fun. Like, you were away. Yeah, you I was were in away. America. Yep. I had a, an, another housemate. Angel was away in Queensland. Yep. And then Eloise was here. She got COVID. Yeah. She was locked in her room, kind of home alone. I mean, I've been away. I didn't know what really happened in the house while I was gone. Did you just stay away from her room? Oh, no, I was trying to get it. What? I mean, you know, it was just popping off in Sydney. I was like, it's going to happen sooner or later. I'd rather just get it now. Yeah. And then, you know, like just have that three months immunity. Also, I've heard that's what happens. I'm not just sure. People just keep telling me and I'm, I'm like, no one knows what's happening. No one knows the rules. Like Spotify just, just like listed a disclaimer and a warning on Joe Rogan's podcast for COVID misinformation. So, you know, maybe we should just do that now, get that out of the way. <laughs> we don't know anything that that's going to say is truthful, <laughs> factual. You, you get three months immunity if you get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's true. <laughs> so you wanted to get it. I wanted to get it. And I was then? like, Eloise would come downstairs to like get her Uber Eats and stuff, you know, because she couldn't really like cook. Oh, and she was like, she was like, to... uh, I'll I'll wipe like the doorknobs and stuff. I was like, don't. You're licking the doorknob. <laughs> so what else are you trying <laughs> to do to get it then? Just not taking any precautions, you know. You going for the big hug? 
No hug, like nothing reckless like that. You okay. know? It's like not actively trying to get it, but, but just passively trying it. to get it. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Like I'm not like, oh, okay, Eloise has got it. I shouldn't be in the house. I'll go stay at my girlfriend's house. Yeah. Or, you know, I wasn't doing that. I was just like, I'm just going to be here. I'm going to chill. If it happens, it happens. If yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't. For our listeners who may be worried by what you are saying, you are uh, double vaccinated. I'm double vaccinated, yeah. Um, it doesn't, you know, retract from what you're saying is incredibly stupid, but... You fucking got it, didn't you? <laughs> I got it. I got it through visiting a place that is absolutely more ridiculous. How much, how much more stupid is that than what I was doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but our downstairs neighbor also had it. I didn't find that out till like she got over it. Oh, right. oh, I didn't even know you had it. You missed your opportunity. <laughs> I missed my opportunity. <laughs> Two people had it at the same time, and I didn't get it. I don't think I'll ever get it. You think you're? A, I think I am the vaccine. I, you know how it's like you're the in cure. I am Legend when Will Smith yeah. finds out his blood like can't get infected by like the monsters and stuff. Yeah, and his blood's the cure to turn them back into humans. Yeah, that's you. That's me. I'll eradicate this disease. Right. All you got to do is just. What? I don't know. Good luck, Chuck, you. <laughs> but no, it's been a good summer, you know. It's, there's been some up times. There's been some down times. Meatloaf died. Meatloaf did die. <laughs> R.I.P. Meatloaf. He died of COVID. Yeah. Extremely anti-vax. Was he? Fucking <laughs> hell. All right. Well, look, just so everyone knows, we won't be talking about anything to do with COVID for the rest of the season. Um, you can be happy to know that. I hope we never have to talk about it again on the show. I, will, I, I refuse to make such promises. I hope we're past that time. I went to the city of Corona, uh, New York City. <laughs> yeah, you haven't because fucking brought I've, that up since you got back. <laughs> I thought, you know what? Where should I go and just vacation? You know, where should I go and relax, enjoy myself, you know? But the epicenter of the virus. I mean, I might as well have gone to Wuhan because I got it real quick. Um, yeah, you were there for what, a week, two weeks? Yeah, that's a bloody isolate over there anyway i came back the moment you walk back into a house Mm. after you've vacated it for a while is you start seeing like things are a little out of place Mm -hmm. you walk back in you go oh that's weird huh thought i had a pot plant there maybe that's gone and then you're like oh i wonder if then you're wondering like did i put it somewhere or like has someone's like you wonder what happened to it Mm -hmm. you know like one of the first things i noticed like i don't know the bins didn't get put out i don't know how long but there's like we have maggots in the bin. Yeah, I noticed the maggots. I actually did a wash of the bins to get rid of the maggots and they're back. What? But I was like in the bin fucking scrubbing everything. Oh. And then the maggots came back. Well, it's disgusting. It's and fucking thought, gross. That's how Nat, that's his housekeeping right there. Like he, I leave, I'm gone for a month, I come back, maggots in the bin. Yeah, yeah, it's my responsibility. Yeah. On top of that, I get out there, I go, I go into the into the courtyard, and and I'm like, I'm getting like hit by all these fruit flies. I'm like, what's going on here? There's two styrofoam boxes on the ground, and there's just black bananas in them. You're welcome. And I'm thinking, hang on a second. I know, like, we've got a lot of banana trees, but why is he hoarding the bananas and just letting the fruit flies get to them? They're still there now. It's Fruit Fly City. Obviously, I did kind of pressure you to do something about it, which resulted in you baking <laughs> baking 17 loaves of banana bread. Again, you're welcome. <laughs> you're fucking welcome. The entire city of Sydney but is welcome. Then Now they've <laughs> disappeared. Where is the banana bread? I told you. They're in my bedroom. Where? Just on the, on the, on the table, on the side table. 
Just you, nicely stuffed up. What are you planning to do? I'm giving with- them out. People are going to come by to pick them up. You know, okay. the few people have already come to pick them up. You know, I've, I've organised everything. People, you know, I'm on the messages. When you envisaged 2022, did you think it would kick off with like first point of call, I'm going to give bread to the people? Sometimes things just find you, you know, you don't go out seeking for them, but the bananas were there. <laughs> the opportunity was there. What are you going to do with a whole load of bananas, you know? There was maybe about 150 bananas there. Try put that into a smoothie. That's too many smoothies. That's too many smoothies. But you smoothies. can put about six bananas in a loaf of banana bread. <laughs> it's mathematics, you know? It's like it's the most effective way of eliminating a lot of bananas in one go. This baffles me, you know, because like – you are a peculiar human being. Where, where you place your energy always astounds me. Mm. The next day, we went, did some exercise, something you're like, oh, I'm so sore. Before you had even begun exercise, mm. I was like, what, what's going on? What did you possibly be sore for? Yesterday, we just like were lounging. Mm. And you were like, well, I... Oh, I was mixing. Yeah, you, you were lounging. Sore. Don't say we were lounging. You were lounging. I was fucking working. <laughs> I, I called a friend. I called a friend. I was like, do you have an electric mixer? And he was like, nah, don't. I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it by hand. <laughs> you mix. You mix 17. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, you know. Yeah, I'm putting my energy into this kinds of things. But we went to a picnic. Uh, it was a baby shower. Mm-hmm. You arrived at the baby shower like Jesus was giving fish to a community. It's like you came with your banana bread loaf. Oh, you mean, were like, taketh thy oh, banana bread I mean, I prefer and breaketh look, the bread. I know? prefer to look at it as just a man giving a baby shower banana bread. I'm a bit more humble. I don't think I'm Jesus. <laughs> so how do you feel having given out this? It feels good. People are loving it. They love the taste. You know, I've clearly got ADHD, but that's you know, another matter to worry about. <laughs> Fucking 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. bacon banana bread. If that's not a sign of a mental breakdown, I don't know what is. But you know what? If that's my mental breakdown, then you cunts have got nothing to worry about. You know, I'll be fine. If my mental breakdowns involve me bacon banana bread, yeah. I'm sweet. Like, fuck a therapist. It could have been methamphetamines. I could have been cooking heaps of shit. Exactly. Yeah. It's banana I've heard bread. Worse. I've done worse. <laughs> this is a better coping mechanism I've found. <laughs> Yeah, Donna is Hayes. It? Donna Hayes, my therapist now. She's helped me out. She's good. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. She's, that's classic <laughs> wisdom right there. Summer eating. <laughs> Maybe that's just a sign you're growing up. You're maturing. This is actually maturity. See, oh, I yeah, saw yeah. it and I thought, that's batshit crazy. Yeah, that's for you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never think to do something like that. You fucking mentally stable cunts. I do want to say one thing also. You know, you brought up a lot of things about finding things out of place. I've noticed a lot of things out of place since you've been back too. As of about 20 minutes ago, why the fuck is there a fruit bowl where the drinking glasses are? (laughs) Why the fuck is that there? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, good to air out some of our qualms early on in the season so we can just ring you the laughs for the rest of it. We have a Ripper Season 3 coming up for everyone listening. Some epic guests, as well as bin nights, will remain. Mm -hmm. But the way we're going to do it is weekly, but for longer. Yeah. So every Wednesday, new episodes of Housewarming. Yeah. We just feel personally that our listeners have had it too good for too long with two episodes a week. But yeah, also like, they've had to wait in breaks. And, and from now, we're going to say no more breaks, <laughs> but weekly. <laughs> uh, so every Wednesday you'll be hearing from us and you'll be served up a celebrity guest episode as well as a bin night. 
So strap yourself in. Should we get to our first guest? Who's our first guest for this season? For this season. For 2022. We're kicking off. With Tom Cardi. Tom Cardi, very good friend of ours. Yeah. Expert in sound, musical comedian, improv extraordinaire, often appears on Triple J, has exploded onto the Australian music scene now. Like he was doing musical comedy. I know. He was on the tri- album. For a musical comedian, you don't often expect to end up on the Triple J Hottest 100. At number 11, no less. He's had millions and millions of streams on Spotify. But maybe a year ago, he was just a bloke I knew at improv. He was humble enough to write us a song at the start of season one. But it's safe to say that in the last year, his life has completely changed. He's become a massive online sensation. His songs, his TikTok, Instagram, everything's gone viral. And he's an expert in sound. He's like a sound engineer. So I want to just find out whether he can tell us any more information about the hum that's in my room, the sound, the incessant mm, yeah, yeah, sound yeah. that won't go yep, anywhere. Yep, yep. So, like, we have some personal things we want to cover with him, <laughs> but also <laughs> we want to find out about how he's dealing with the last year of his life. Oh, here it's he is. Tom now. Hey! Wow, wow, wow! It's the Juicy Boy. Yeah, yeah. How's it going, guys? Very Welcome. well, thank you. Come Welcome on in. Welcome to our abode. Okay, cool. Rainy Big outside. rainy day. Yeah. Glad so you, you guys you're actually in. come to our house for refuge mm, and, yeah. a, and a podcast recording. Yeah, if I have to. I'll do whatever. <laughs> Just don't kick me out. Just a roof over your head. Yeah, yeah man. man. And what a beautiful house you live in, guys. Oh, thank you so I'm much. I'm going to shut this because I'm feeling uncomfortable. Hey, yeah, of course. I brought you a house. Oh, what? Guys. Yeah, I brought you one. Dude. I think I... This is crazy. I know everyone has AirPods. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's like a status thing. Yeah. Okay. But I think for you, Marty, right. I think it's like very retro to go with like the sort of curl mullet. Mm. I reckon we're going back in time. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have Cables, people are gonna be like, Whoa, who's that guy? So Analog. you brought oh, us for you, old school <laughs> wow iPhone Vintage. headphones. Yes. Wow, Incredible. everyone wants the AirPods. Is this the one with the charging thing, or is it the jack with the oh, iPhone? No, jack? it is the charging it's thing. Well. That's great. Retro. I do That's, have a yeah. modern iPhone, okay. mm. great. So, and this it, is good. I think out. it's gonna be important for you too because now, if you want to listen to the same thing. You have to stand nice and close to each other. I know how you guys are very good friends. We can share <laughs> headphones. headphones. Yeah, share headphones. I have to have the right ear because I'm partially deaf to my left. Oh, cool. So Information like I could have used before. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I'll take the left. I'll take the left okay. uh, ear. Oh, well, um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. And it's so, what a, what a lovely sound-related present. Yes. Hey, look at this for guy. For a sound look genius. Look at this guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty clever. <laughs> On. Come on in, dude. Okay. Come on in. Welcome to the show, Tom Cardi. Oh, it's great. What's up, Tom? It's beautiful to be here. It's great. <laughs> it's nice and warm, not raining inside. Dude, congratulations on success you've received in 2021. It's been a meteoric rise of someone that we've known is extremely talented oh. in many different aspects of comedy, oh. and and here it is, your look flowers. At, look finally, at this guy. <laughs> look fl- at this guy. <laughs> look, look, look at this guy. guy. I'm beaming. I'm blushing. <laughs> yeah, all it took was a pandemic to have nothing to do. <laughs> Jesus, How, how's it been? Because you, you're a kind of. Uh, you're a shyish guy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not an extra performing person. Mm. But now you have quite a large group of people <laughs> who watch what you do. Your voice hit an incredible <laughs> note just then when you were quiet. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of scary and it's weird because, like, yeah, a lot of the videos is just like me doing dumb shit in my room. Yeah. So it's like, ah, oh, this is weird. Is this? 
people want this? <laughs> do people want me? Here's more of it. Here's mine. Yeah. Do, you feel, do you feel pressure to like interact with your fans like all the time? Oh, like man. At, at the start, I was like, I'm going to reply to every single Instagram like message. Because mm-hmm. I remember I messaged this one guy called Corey Wong that's like a guitarist in a band and he messaged me back and was like, hey, man, thanks so much. And I was like, fuck, I love you so much. That's so sick of you to do that. And then after a while, I was like, I'm going to blow up if I keep trying to reply to every single message. Yeah. They get sent to yeah. me, especially when some of them are weird. <laughs> See, look, I told you I was going to drink heaps of water. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for the it. second well, we started. I don't know why, but the, the French story uh, playlist it was so oh. funny to me because obviously your music reached France. Yeah. And uh, are they so arrogant that they expect you to sing in their language? Is that a thing? Oh, the French people, the, 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 the people, the French people, I'm not, I don't want to paint all French people with the same beautiful Parisian brush. Yeah. Uh, no, they, they, they said, hey, they messaged me and I love the people that like message and just say like, hey, I'm like, and I, I see it. Yeah, I see you hating hey, me. You want me to follow up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on me. That's Tell me like... what you want, when you need it done by, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. I'll the, do it. I'll yeah. The hey is just bad chat on a dating app. Yeah. Like, that's the first that's worst it. line. Yeah. That's what I fucking think yeah. of. I'm like, are you going to court me? No, but this, this French person, um, or this person who spoke French, I was saying, you know, they could be from uh, they could be from anywhere, yeah. sure. but they just speak The French, French. did colonise a lot of places. They did yeah. go. They did colonise a lot of people. <laughs> they messaged me and said, hey, I'd love to chat with you. And I was like, oh, great. I'd love to chat with you. Chat with you, but could we speak? Do you speak French? And I was like, nah. Well, why <laughs> I would don't. They do think that? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Could you Google Translate? Because I, I don't want to speak English. And I was like, and I've, I've actually spoken with this person for a while now. Okay. Yeah. He's like, no. Why don't you translate? And I'm like, no, it tires me. And I was like, that's the fucking sickest French thing that you say in the entire world that it tires you. And I asked my mum because she. I'm gonna talk about, a lot about my mum this podcast. I was like, my mum speaks French, and I was like, is that like a communication thing that like translates like it's a normal thing in French to be like oh no thank you I don't want to do that like means legitimately it tires me yeah, English. yeah. she's like mm. nah they just said that it ties them. And I was like, that's a fucking sick thing to say to someone. What's the most unusual interactions you've been having since people have discovered your music? Oh, um, in real life, IRL or... Uh, Either, or, yeah. Or, well, I had a, a lovely woman um, try and solicit me, um, sex Ooh, style. Okay. And okay. then, yeah, saying things that like if a middle-aged person was trying to be sexy was saying. Mm. I won't say any of the things in particular because, you know, what happens behind closed doors. Um, But imagine what your mum or dad might call their genitals if they were trying to be like a bit folksy-ish. Okay. Yeah. And so was well, she was, saying, "Do you want to do the old rough and tumble with me?" <laughs> Within the same vein. Was well, she yeah. saying, "Would you like to do the old how's your father?" How's your father <laughs> with me? That uh, I was smash and grab. <laughs> not, smash and grab. Not very sensual or sexual. <laughs> it's not getting you going. No. No. Exactly. I mean, I don't have nearly as much, you know, notoriety or followers as you do. But I once did a gig, and afterwards, a man on Instagram messaged me. And his private account, but his photo that I could see was him naked with an AK-47 strapped to his chest. His message was basically, would you come have sex with my wife while I watched? Whoa, (laughs) that's sick. How was it? <laughs> Maybe guys and guns is a thing. Like they, that, that's compensating. I love, I love cuckery. I'm so interested in it because being a cuck and wanting to be a cuck is legitimate. You don't yuck yeah. someone's yum. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not making fun of this no, guy. No, of course not. Neither. We'll call him Steve. 
Um, His name's Steve. <laughs> what about IRL? Or was that solicit in No, I- that wasn't no. IRL. No, no, no. Oh, by the way, after that, she like apologized. So I was like, oh, maybe not. And she apologized and then she tried to set me up with her daughter. And I was like, what in your mind makes you think that like – this is gonna. She's like one generation of this family is sleeping with Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to get someone in there. Um, and then in real life, nothing. Uh, just I get a shock anytime someone recognizes me. Someone mm. goes, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. the music. Love the music. They go, I love your stuff, mate. And I'm always like, oh, thank you. And yeah. then like even like last week, a, like a or like a real tradie. Yeah. He's like, oh, Tom Cardi, I love your shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, really? <laughs> so I'm always weird because I lure people in with the with yeah. like a one video where I say cunt and it's like, okay, that's like, oh, like Aussie, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest is just like half musical theatre, half Auntie Donna, like weird <laughs> shit. And I'm like, okay, no, I don't know who this is for. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't think it was for the tradies, so – yeah, and it's like, good. is it annoying when people come up to you and approach you with like a sense of familiarity already? Because like, if you know, the tradie said, "Hey, Tom Cardi, I love your work." But when somebody just says, "Hey, Tom," and immediately, if it was me, I would just yeah. go, "Oh, do I know this person?" No, like, I admit, oh I, shit, I forgot who this person bad. is. You <laughs> haven't, met, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I haven't been out a lot recently. Well, if you, a lot of this has happened during lockdown. So <laughs> you've yeah. actually had to been able to avoid the I've, potential. It's been so good. Not going outside. <laughs> it's been great. I don't think I've met anyone new for such a long time. So when people do that, and it doesn't come from a place of ego, but like mm. if anyone ever says my name, I'm like, I don't know anyone. So you must have seen me a on different a Tom. Video. Yeah. yeah, it must be a different Tom. You must be talking about Tom Walker. I'm not a clown. I never was. Well, where have you been recording my, all of this music? Oh, I've been recording in my bedrooms mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my bedrooms, wherever I've been moving around to. Yeah. Also, I go, I, I, I would love to have my own studio, but at the moment can't get it. So I've, I've like hired out my, my dad's like basement <laughs> and it's like made that. That's, that's the perfect thing of like yeah. you don't have anyone to annoy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you're yeah. in like a basement bunker style studio. Yeah. Nice. I have been it. to that studio. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, huh. we we made some, we made some music we together. Made something beautiful. We made some there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. With Sweet Montaine. Yeah, that's right. Oh my goodness. Um, I would just like to know because we got a tip off the other day. Okay. You are in possession of Shannon Knowles' katana. Yeah, no, I got <laughs> Shannon Knowles' katana. No, no. Oh. No, and Guy Sebastian's Guy katana. Sebastian's katana. Yeah, no, Shannon Noll still has his katana <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't get it off him. Hang on, hang on. Let's just go back here. So you've been to his house yeah. and you- I, I remember seeing a katana mm. and I was like, well, there's an eclectic mixture of instruments you here. You thought it was one of those weird Other white dudes. Like- He's like, yeah, you're like, check it out my katana, bro. You want to you fuck my wife, bro? <laughs> Why do you have Guy Sebastian's sword? Um, good question. Uh, so when I when I in in my band, the Lulu Rays, when we were recording, we were recording in one place in Surrey Hills, which was his like real studio, Guy Sebastian's mm. studio, and it was like decked out and like it was used for like other people recording as well. But um, at the end of it, when he actually ended up selling it and like moving all this stuff, he and he had a bit of a, a yard sale. For like actual gear, so like yeah. synthesizers, oh, okay. and like yeah. compressors, like the little things that you see that people like twiddle knobs on in a in a mm. music room. And we bought so much stuff, just like actual like guitars and things like that. That the her his manager said, "You guys can go in. Here's the key, and just grab it. And if there's anything else that's left there, that you can take that too." So we went there. There was like a rug, a really nice rug. Oh. I have Guy Sebastian's rug. I have his guitar. I have his um, little synthesizer. And what also was there was a fucking katana <laughs> that was sitting against the wall. And I thought, 
<laughs> Surely this is something I have to purchase. I have his accordion as well. Yeah. Um, and, but it was sitting there. I was like, okay. I was like, I guess I'm taking this. You t- you've got to take and I that. Took it and it is weighty. <laughs> wow. It's like proper heavy. It's like, heavy. Wow. Yeah. And but, I feel bad because I always tell people, how is he going to defend himself now? <laughs> <laughs> From Shannon. <laughs> How much does a guy Sebastian Katana set you back? I wouldn't know because I took it. it for free. Would it, it could be collectible. Would you ever sell it on or is that just a prized possession you weren't part with? It's so much sentimental value. There's a lot of sentimental value ever since I took it and put it in my room. I guess I would. If ever someone since get... I became the Katana guy, it's yeah. kind of hard to remove myself <laughs> from being the Katana guy. i got to tell you, it's a fun thing to say to people. It's a real great icebreak when people come over to use the studio. Yeah. But also it's great when I have Zoom meetings, even yeah. when I'm like I, I do the Triple J um, Lewis mentioned that I had this. You say, yeah. He no, this Lewis Hobbin knows this because when I do some calls with him, mm-hmm. um, and on on air, I do it sometimes with an unbuttoned shirt, talking, but with a katana in my hand <laughs> and pretending to be a real sick dude, and they can't say shit because it's it's live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've recorded in your dad's basement. Mm-hmm. Where else have you recorded? Is it true that you recorded an entire musical? In a lounge room. A big style. I recorded in my in my tiny little bedroom in Surrey Hills. Wow. Yeah. For a, a beautiful musical. Uh, Eloise Eftos. Was in the musical. Yeah, in the musical. What was the musical called? In a West Side Story. In a West Side So that's a fun story. play on words, uh, <laughs> um, if you'd like me to explain. But yeah, it was like a musical about like um, – like making fun of people who moved to the inner West and then like, oh, I'm, I'm in a West now. And they're like, no, you went to a private school. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, some guy got me to like write the music. And I was like, well, I'll do the demos. I'll do it here. Yeah. <laughs> so I made it in my tiny little room with my headphones. No big speakers. No big speakers. Yeah. Wow. And let um, me tell you. What was that like? It was cool to try and write these songs like fucking fast, mm. like in a week or You had so. a week? A week. <sighs> write about each song. And to write for like other people's voices in like this tiny room i was like i know that it's not gonna be great mm. but i'll still do it because <laughs> why not i'm not gonna say no yeah. because i don't have a sick studio yeah and we did it and people were really happy they're like whoa this sounds so cool i'm so excited to do this and i was like oh cool okay wow <laughs> you know with musicals it's often a choir sometimes like you got several oh, yeah. voices oh yeah i'm multi-tracking baby there's a lot of toms on there. In fact, the one thing that I did fuck up a little bit was that I didn't really know how musicals work. So a lot of the time when I when I make songs, I don't actually make them to be performed. I make them just to sound good, like on in a on, mm. as the song. Yeah. So when I did it after, there was another person that was in charge of actually making the band play them. It was just really tough because <laughs> there was about seventeen guitars in one thing, and a lot of my voice. Not everyone has my voice. Um, Luckily, you were telling me about some passerbys or or something happened with yes. Yeah. So this is I was living with my 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 best friend James Frankel mm-hmm. in Surrey Hills, beautiful little place above like Crown Street. Because mm-hmm. we had this little like um mezzanine. Is that what it's called? Like the thing that you stand up? Yeah, stand yeah. On top. Upstairs, it's like a theater, and it's like the upstairs. Yeah. The so the yeah. theater was Crown Street, and yeah. the mezzanine was our balcony. Literally, like just like you know a few feet above everyone's heads, and we can just stand there. Yeah. And I'd gone out for the night, but he was staying there with our the friend uh, who and they were like can we use your room <laughs> your bedroom can we use your studio your bedroom to just like record some stuff and just like muck around yeah. get drunk and do his dumb shit and i said yeah okay but you know there's even though it is my bedroom there are some expensive microphones in there and the gear there so please be careful um they got drunk and they were standing out talking shit on the balcony oh, God. when you know saturday night the people come and going there's a big group of girls walk past and they're like pissed as shit 
and they call out like, hey, what are you doing up there, you fucking dickheads? And then they were drunk and they're like, yeah, just up here making making records, making gold records. They have like a sort of a verbal joust, yeah. as you can imagine, <laughs> and which ends up the girls up in my room, um, <laughs> like six, seven drunk girls just like being like, ah, just like just screaming and stuff. Oh. And they're they're on a recording now. They are um, on a recording. Yeah, just just them just like shouting and being like Atmos <laughs> and stuff. How do you turn that into musical oh, <laughs> magic? It's beautiful. It's just like it's Atmos. You know, um, how about um the start of Marvin Gaye's "Got to Give It Up"? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, is that room sounds? Yeah, room yeah, sounds. Room, yeah, in my room. It's like a it's like a Kendrick Lamar interlude. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and it's legitimate. I think that's what they were thinking. They were like, "This is this is how real artists do shit." You should hear the rest of the song though. I can't say what it's about because. <laughs> redacted. Uh, redacted, 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 Diana. We have some noise issues. We do have noise issues. Oh, what is it? That enormous hum that I can hear since I've had <laughs> You can hear the hum. Yeah. Look, for our listeners listening, you can't hear the hum because of the gift of having an editor who can remove it mm. after the recording. Mm. But if you could hear this show live. You would hear the hum. I talked about it last season. Mm-hmm. It's been something that's plagued our household. We have no idea what it is, but it is a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It is a, it certainly is a I phenomenon. Think, I think that for the purpose of showcasing it to our listeners, okay. for once off. we should play yeah, them no, the sound do you want to and do unremoved for a brief second. We're going to tell. It. We're going to show you how things would sound if. There wasn't such thing okay. as audio editing. Put, put that over there, and I'll, can I can I say like off on, and Sean will yeah. like turn, yeah. change it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to give Keep you the blue. Keep this bit in, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to give you the blue pill. Okay, so you're living. <laughs> is that the one? So you're living a wonderful life outside mm-hmm. of the matrix. I give you the pill. You swallow <laughs> it, and you hear this. Gorgeous. Now you're back. You never have to hear that ever again. I had a heart attack the second I put my headphones on because I thought someone's phone was too close to the thing. This is what these fucking cretins live with, and I'm disgusted by it. I am absolutely disgusted by it. Move. So, look, you know, we did want to have you on as a guest because <laughs> you're a very talented man and we wanted to talk to you. But also, how do, what is happening in What is album? happening? I, I think... It's got to be like a power main or something. There's a thing called like power main hum, which is mm. like about 50 hertz or something, which right. just happens with microphones mm. in like different places. You're near a train? Is there a train around here? There's a red fern station. Too, yeah. far too, too far away. Too far away to impact yeah, here. Yeah, that's 600, yeah. 700, Look, 800 metres away. My suspicion since yeah. the beginning has yeah. been Marty's standing desk. Oh, yeah. What is just so? I think it's like it's always on. You know, you press the button and it, you know, it lifts up. It's just hydraulics. Hydraulics don't have. Yeah, but it's it's. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've got a souped up standing (laughs) desk. Anyone's guess is as good as mine, and that's my guess. (laughs) The sound community hasn't done a lot of testing into hydraulic standing decks or virginity (laughs) for that for that matter. Um, I I know this is all trivial because before I came on, Marty, you you were suggesting that it was fish, and it was um, yeah. Well, so the world, though, so there, there has been thirteen thousand sightings or hearings. Of- <laughs> you got this thing. It's like you're doing a true crime podcast. Well, we de- I investigated this viciously. We did, um, <laughs> and there's an Al Jazeera report on the worldwide hum. Thirteen thousand hearings mm. uh, across the world, and a guy has dedicated his life to finding out the source of this same sound, this high frequency sound, mm. and. Uh, 
he's built a box that tries to absorb the sound. Absorb the sound. But the early testing phase hasn't been yeah. um, fruitful. That's sad. What um, does he know? What how sound works? <laughs> At his home in the rainforest, Glenn McPherson researches something that science says shouldn't exist, but it does for him. The verdict's still out, but sometimes I can hear it during my sleep. He hears it every night. He made a box to absorb the hum? Yeah, it's very unusual. What do you mean suck it up, like the Ghostbusters? The hum is still there, even inside the box. I know nothing about sound. Could it be copper pipes? Copper pipes. Copper pipes. What is normally the reason for For hum and stuff? High-frequency sounds. Oh, there's something like called ground lift that you sometimes Sometimes press a button. It's like a electric signals and stuff mm. getting into things. Okay, because there's it, like there's electricity in every, all of us. You know, your oh yeah. neurons yeah, yeah, yeah. actually yeah. use like electricity, like fucking spark. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, I've rubbed my socks on carpet. And you then, have, you know, yeah, of course. Oh, how was that? Fun. It's a, it's exciting. It's experiment, a good You know, no. Well, here's a fun thing. Mm. Um, just to know, you have gotten rid of the hum, right? Mm. When you when in you post, do it in, in post, post. When, what you're actually doing there is you're removing that specific frequency because the hum is so specific. It's like one frequency. True. The human voice is like many frequencies, True. so you can remove it by doing a big dip. But here's something that you've never thought of. Okay. This is going to blow your uh, audience's mind. Okay. In doing that, you're actually removing that frequency in all of your guests' voices and your voices. So the sound that you're hearing is actually our voices being processed by the ears is void of any 50 hertz. Now, that means absolutely nothing and is very, very boring. But still, it's something. (laughs) Are you saying we sound different? Yeah. Because we've taken that out, we've lost that frequency, which is actually a part of us all. It's actually part of us all. You've lost fidelity. Wow. I I think now we must live in peace with the hum. We should. Maybe we should live in peace with the hum. We're altering ourselves. That would annoy him. (laughs) No, shit. I am am so close to losing it and breaking everything in here already. It's the sound of when you get a guitar and like you're about to plug it in, yeah. but you don't plug it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that's for a, a yeah, few people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the zzz, zzz, the zzz sound. Yeah. You've also recorded in a glass box. Oh, Is this yeah. true? You used to live in with a few friends of ours, Vic and Jenna from mm-hmm. Freudian Nip, mm. uh, and we came over for a party once. That's right. Excellent occasion, Jenna's birthday. Yeah, thanks for coming, dude. It was great. Had a great time. Yeah. Uh but when we got we got to look, got to have a little tour mm. of your room. Yeah, that was cool. Was I there? Which yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was huge glass all glass. Yeah. It's a beautiful glass. I don't think a lot of people ever lived in there, even though it is inherently a bedroom. Uh, for yeah. one reason, which we'll discuss after. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, real glassy. The door's glass and the some of the walls are glass and people could see my wing. Did wang. you think about that when you were moving in that you know? <laughs> I guess not, Marty. Now that, now that I think about it, no, I didn't think about it. Uh, but it's good because I think the rule was like if you walk outside then and you look over in my direction because it's kind of like behind some bushes, mm-hmm. yeah. behind some trees. It was almost like a uh, bungalow. It was attached to the house but it was like a glass bungalow. It's a glass bungalow. Mm. That sounds like you'd have a lot of sex in it mm-hmm. but it, it, that wouldn't make sense because it's made of glass. It's awkward. <laughs> awkward the sex in it. <laughs> performance anxiety. Well, you're performance also anxiety, living yeah. in a loft. That's it. That's yeah. it. The special <laughs> where the L word. could have been a, another <laughs> contributing factor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was – that was actually the only thing that helped it. It was like two negatives make a positive. Okay. Mm. Because um, if I was doing uh, – I'm not saying I did or didn't. If I was going to do some sex on the ground yep. and everything was glass, then you could someone could peer in very easily. Yes. Any, any sticky beak, any, any liar bird. But because I was off the feet – um, protected from predators. 
then it was hard for people to just peek in and check me, you know. You had doing, some yeah. privacy. I had some privacy, yeah. yeah. And even your bathroom was glass. If everything was glass in that house, it was Are you beautiful. actually, were you inviting <laughs> voyeurism? Were you asking if I wanted people to see my little bot bot? Mm, now that we look back at it, yeah, maybe. That bathroom was a, was a beautiful bathroom. It was like positioned outside right next to my room though. So it was an invitation to be like, see if you can get to the bathroom without seeing Tom's dick. See, (laughs) roll the dice. What's it like living in a fishbowl? There was no like pull down curtain, nothing, nothing. Because it was also COVID and I wouldn't say it's like a dry spell, but I was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't going out that much or trying on. So I was like, I guess I can live with this. This is fine. I'm going to become a a monk or something (laughs) like that. But otherwise it was beautiful. Because there was gra- there was greenery outside. Yeah, it was, that would have been nice to look at. It was also a funny situation you got yourself into living in that place because mm. you always knew you were only going to be allowed to be there for six months. Yeah, well, I thought we were extending. That's why I live at home with mum right now mm. because at the end of it was just when COVID was finishing and, I, and they kicked us out because we really thought they were going to give us the rest yeah. of that lease. But then they were like, no, nah, we're going to sell it. We were like... That makes sense. I'm pretty fucking dumb for thinking that you weren't going to, and that because they would, they were, like they were talking to us about like as if they were going to give us the next six months, but right. then they pulled the yeah. rug from us. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not living with randoms in COVID. Yeah, because all my friends decided to go and do other things. True. Yeah. The parents buffer between leases. Mm. is a great thing to have. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, it's a Christmas fortunate. time. A Christmas buffer. Yeah. Oh, Tommy the Christmas buffer. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful movie they should make. Yeah. Musical you could write. Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Well, Nat and I spoke to your housemates oh. to potentially dig up a bit of dirt on you. You can try it. They are such liars. Okay. They're full of shit. So we're going to read out some key <laughs> phrases that were mentioned to spark something in you. Okay. So you can elaborate on because we don't know much more about them. Good. So I could, essentially, I could lie to you if someone says, <laughs> like, someone says like, butt plug, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's when we uh, just got a There's butt a plug in the mail. And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just put in butt plug and I won. <laughs> yeah. Key phrases to spark something in you. Tom. Okay, hit me. The first topic mm. is 8 a.m. bedtime. 8 a.m. bedtime, I got into a good schedule of going to bed early. I was in bed. I'd read. If I could get to sleep by 9 o'clock, my next day was interstellar. What time are you getting up then? Oh, if I can can hit a 6 a.m., I'd be pretty happy. Mm. I get up before sun. And you kept that up for six months? I did it for a while. I'm so much more productive in the morning. I found that over just in like the last week. I start something at like 7.30, then I get it all done by 9.30. And Amazing. I feel like an Uber. So you're like a morning lark. Yeah. You didn't get stuck in like on the Instagram explore page. Yeah. <laughs> Einstein slept 20 minutes, three times a day, four days a week. And, it's like, and he yeah. came up with the theory of relativity. <laughs> yeah, he invented fucking gravity. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, fuck off. I love social media. I like confidence people. <laughs> Our next little Top phrase. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Chinese hot pot. Oh my god! I fuck. It. I fucking fuck with a hot pot. <laughs> yeah. My last girlfriend showed me a hot. This, what a hot pot. I fucking love hot pot. It's funny because right. So my my last girlfriend showed me how to hot pot and like what right. a hot pot is. And if you don't know, mm. you can get it in different ways. But it's like just nice big sort of like metal pot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, on like a stove, you get like those sort of camping hot 
plates and then you just fill it with like the nice soup or like the broth and then you kind of put stuff in with vegetables, meat and stuff. You cook it within like between 30 and like a few minutes. You take it out, you put it in your bowl and then it's like a fondue but yeah. like with with broth. With, yeah. <laughs> is it a wok of broth? It's kind of woky, yeah, but a little bit more potty. It's between a pot and a wok. Yeah, okay. Pot, we're sitting around pots in the middle. You like, put it in and then we have a chat. Yeah. We maybe talk about the wonderful um, new hum that they have over on the <laughs> <Yeah>. other podcasts. <laughs> and then after, okay, we take the bok choy out, we put it we put it in our things, and then we just keep going. And, and that heats the things. Uh, they get wet and they get yeah, cooked. Yeah. But here, So here's the kicker. This is the philosophy of the hot pot. See if you can apply it to your own life. The, the soup is flavoured, right, mm-hmm, obviously. Yeah. The meat, the tofu, all that that stuff has flavors. You put the food in, the soup cooks the food. Mm-hmm. The food gives flavor to the soup. Mm. At the end, you put the noodles in, you put the noodles into your bowl with the soup, and the soup is food flavored. It's got all the flavors of the okay. meat and everything. The veggies, Everything's yeah. helping. It's symbiotic. Everything's yep. helping. I'm doing That's a lot of stuff quite... with my hands. I never do this, <laughs> but it's powerful. You're passionate. Yeah, wake up at 5 a.m. in a hot pot, man. Leonardo da Vinci used There's to... There's a bit of a pattern going here. You've got a katana. You do Chinese. I'm a fucking douchebag. I'm a fucking gimp. Oh, my God. I didn't realise this. I wear button-up Hawaiian shirts as well sometimes. Fuck me. That actually is a pretty good... Like, save yourself some time. You cook a big pot. You can feed lots of people quite easily. Yeah. You can feed a lot with a pot. That's a rhyme. That's a musical. That's musical. And if you don't know how to hot pot, and if you don't know what a hot pot is, take the bok choy, big like metal pot. Is it a wok of broth? It's kind of woky. We have a chat. Yeah, but a little bit more potty. Fill it with a nice soup between a pot and a wok. I like the broth. Fucking love hot pot. Chinese hot pot. They get wet and they get cooked. The soup cooks the food. The food cooks the soup. You cook a big pot. Yeah. You can feed a lot. Yeah. You can feed a lot with the pot and put the noodles in. It's like a fondue with broth. Hot pot. Hot pie, hot pie, hot pie. Final topic, mm. protein custard. Protein custard is a powerful, powerful tool in any, <laughs> in any big fella's arsenal. We had a, we had a housemate. <laughs> I'm so pissed off because you asked me, like, do you have any good stories or anything? I'm like, no, nope. <laughs> I don't have anything. And you ask the people that, like, I live in the peripheral of, and they're like, yeah, bang, 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 yeah. like good things. God, I'm boring. Um, but in the last month before we got kicked out, we had a, an, another best friend of ours move in. He found a good deal online. so, so We can get around that. We can get around a good deal. Mm-hmm. So protein powder great you scoop that into water or milk and then you shake that up that's a protein shake for you going after the gym some people put protein in different things and they make products like protein cookies yeah. Have you ever heard of this? Yep. Or like protein, oh, protein like, bars, protein yeah. balls. Protein oh bars, my yeah. God. Yeah. They have made a protein custard. <laughs> one is the next thing. And Ruben had found a two-for-one sale. Now, a bucket of protein custard. I said bucket because you don't get these in small quantities. This is <laughs> bulk. This is like going How much? Little, yeah. A liter, two liters? Are we talking like the no, Yumi's... Hummus your hands, tub size? No, bigger than what you're holding. No way. Up. It's like that, yeah. Wow. That's two liters. It's, Is it because the camera's seeing? Two <laughs> liters of custard. It's, it's a lot of no, – so it wasn't custard. That's of the dust. Oh, that's the fucking powder. You've got to make it into the you custard. You make it. So, and I was like, you know what? I'm up for anything. I've been saying no a lot. I've been going to bed at like 8 o'clock, leaving, <laughs> leaving the home at like 6.30 and then coming back and like go to sleep. I was, I think You're in I was the mood like, to try something new. Yeah. And I was like, Ruben, you get that two-for-one protein custard. He bought it and it was just as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was absolutely awful. It, somehow it was the texture of a, inside of a marshmallow that was melted but mm. with no flavor. Oh, so it was like gelatinous. And it was just a bad time. And I just thought, you got to trust your gut sometimes. <laughs> is it true that 
you know, he would yell out uh, protein custard and you would get together we'd and get together. like kids running it, down the stairs. Force feed it to yourselves yeah, because you kind of had to yeah. get through it. <laughs> I think I went like five times before I was like, I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> and then one time I made it and then I like, I was like, I can't eat. This is so bad. One of the suggestions yeah. was put it in the microwave for a warm treat. Mm-hmm. It tastes like vomit. And then I had half of it. I'm like, I don't want this. I'm throwing it out. And Ruben was like, did you eat your protein custard? I was like, no, I threw it out. He was like, bro, I would have finished that. And I was like, dude, out of all the things that you could finish of someone else's, like there's yummy things that someone would eat and you'd be like, no, I don't want to eat that because you've eaten it or something. Like a soup? Like you don't like share a second, soup. I would like, rather yeah. eat someone's ass. <laughs> I would rather, are you done with your asshole? Because I'll have a taste. I'm not eating your fucking protein. It's something that's like, you don't, do you guys share milk? Would you share a milk product? Like yeah, dip into like, a tub of yogurt, would I have some? Yeah, yeah I'd share yogurt about, with a different spoon. Okay, what if I had an oak? I'd and, take a sip of oak. Yeah, That's I, I would. Nah, nah, he's brought giant tub of ice cream mm. to the couch kind of thing that he's bought for everyone. Yeah. Rather than divide it into four bowls. Just grab the... Just everyone grab a spoon and let's all dig in. That's so nice. Right? Not, not for me. No, I've, I appreciate that. Not for me. It's nice thought. Yeah. One spoon, too. Okay, now you're a bit no, weird. No, no, yeah, it's not yeah. one spoon. I put four spoons on the table. Don't you dare paint me Either as way, person. But he's going back in after one. Hey, if you're icky about that stuff, pick your corner. You know, it's a rectangular ice cream container. Okay. Pick a corner. But there's four flavours in, in the one oh, Yeah, it's a box. fucking Neapolitan. It's a Neapolitan. Yeah. No, fuck no, off. No, no, Don't no. you dare it's, say no, pick no, your no, corner. No, no, yeah, it's you like, can't. Oh, no, yeah, no. I'm going to pick the vanilla corner. Yeah. No. Listen, I'm picking a corner in the individual flavours. You're going to need coordinates. And also, it's a cultural thing, you know, when. I don't know if you've ever gone to eat Ethiopian food. Yeah, Marty, food. you fucking racist. <laughs> Christ, on a bike. <laughs> it's an, it, look, it's a, it's a cultural thing. In Ethiopia, <laughs> we, we all share ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, if you go to eat Ethiopian food, mm. it all comes in one big plate. It's, that's true. And you true. all share together. Mm. That's true. And not only that, the first bite of the Ethiopian meal you eat is fed to you by the person to your left. I'm saying like a pea and ham soup isn't an Ethiopian dish that you would do something like this with. <laughs> Okay, I think Ethiopian cuisine does dictate how this works. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But I do like the um the attitude of it because it is like it's kind of bullying people into like more yeah. camaraderie. I think what you need to do is make your money back on this investment. Oh, okay. Make it tax deductible. Okay. I think maybe write a little song about the custard. Maybe a jingle for an ad for the custard. I'm not having my brand. <laughs> my brand is down the toilet as it is. I don't need but I like that. Okay, yes, go on. You know, like a cheesy, like, a, you know, like a Sunny D commercial, like an orange juice commercial. For protein custard. Yeah, yeah. Oh Come on God. in, kids. Da, 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 da. You yeah. run it in and then, hey. And then the kids, like, vomit. Okay, no, I could work that. Let's let's make our money back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a free suggestion yeah, yeah, from yeah, us. Yeah. Hey, oh, I don't know. I don't know about free. I don't know. Hey, yeah. come on now. Yeah. I want a writing credit. I want 5% of royalties. You got 5% of my fucking custard. How about that, Matt? <laughs> we have a caller on the show today. Emily's on the line. Emily, how you doing? <laughs> Hello. I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. You've called Tom Cardi because he's uh, the sound genius. That That is correct. So what do you got to tell him? So I don't live in this house anymore, mm. but I'm still scarred by it. What do you do if you've got like a neighbour who is an aspiring rapper, like calls himself a concrete slash producer mm. and their music's just shit and mm. they keep asking you to play it. They keep, oh, hang on, your, your housemate asked you to play their music in your house? No, 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 um, lived in an apartment block, neighbour okay. that lives above us. Yeah, yeah. Take us back to the start. So what's going on? 
So living in an apartment block mm-hmm. in Newcastle. Okay. Um, oh, a lot Louis. of rappers, a lot of aspiring na- yeah. rappers up in the Newcastle area. <laughs> <laughs> Is Joel Turner in the modern day poets? They're in Newcastle, right? <laughs> yeah. One of the best. Okay, so you're in an apartment block, you're in Newcastle. Yeah. Big old apartment block, like hear everything between, yeah, you can hear everything between the walls. So anyway, we've got this guy living above us who's like, it's like three o'clock on a Sunday morning or as in like Monday and he's just like rapping horribly, <laughs> like, like every single day, in every single word. Yeah, it's like. Um, Sorry, can you give us that again? Like, what? Give us some um, bars. <laughs> it'd just be like, and every single day. And every single way, and every single day, and every single way, and like that's tight. That's yeah. hot. That's super hot. So yeah. that's what you're hearing through the walls. Well, I've actually just made it a bit better. Just then, it's like <laughs> imagine that at work. That's better than how it sounds. Okay, <laughs> he actually rhymed day with day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're, you're asking, do you need some? Do you need some help, or are you just airing this grievance? Because sometimes people want to talk about. Sometimes people just want to talk some shit, mm. and, and they don't need advice. They don't need yeah. advice because they're actually surrounded by the best rapper in the entire world. <laughs> I don't know whether you're gloating right now or you're, whether you're. Have you <laughs> confronted this person yeah. about their over rapping? Well, it was getting to like a bit ridiculous. I'm, our whole apartment was shaking from the base. So we just wrote this like cute little note, put in his letterbox, like, hey, don't know if you know, there's like people that live underneath you too, lol. Um, oh, that's such a fucking said, hectic way to start it. I don't know if you know that but there's <laughs> some people do live underneath you. I don't know if you know this, but you're actually in an apartment and there's other people no, who no. live people. That's sick, yeah. I'm, yeah, adding lib a bit there. It was, it was nice. It was polite. It was okay. polite. It was like, hey, written. Mm-hmm. No, like, you know, not sure if you'd mind maybe like putting your speakers off the floor because like it's, you know, it's really mm-hmm. loud and mm-hmm. try to sleep. And we just got like a note back being like, hey, guys, like, so sorry. I live a busy life as a concreter slash producer um, and I don't grip time well, but like, here's my number. Send me a message next time if it's too loud and I'll like, Sorted out. We're like, yep, Ooh, like, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, sent him a text one night being like, hey, like, you know, four o'clock in the morning, reckon you can, like, turn the bass down a bit. Um, and then we started getting these texts from him being like, hey, guys, like, sounded like you had a really fun party last weekend. Oh, like, yeah. you can bump my track next time. I'm like, what's bump oh, what? my what? track? Say it again. He goes, you should bump my track next time. Actually, like, play his At music. your party. Yeah, like, I don't – is that a word that people use? Bump that bump, track. Bump no, that track. he's making up – well, I mean, <laughs> he is deep in the lexicon game, so I think he's yeah, just yeah, inventing yeah, new yeah. words. That's the concrete rap way of saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's deep-seated in a bonnet. Yeah. But, yeah, for sure, yeah, okay, people I, say that. I think talking to him reasonably is the wrong idea. I think you need to challenge him to a freestyle-style <laughs> rap battle and that will shut him up for good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. also, now – you're at a point where you're asking him to quiet down and he's sending you his music. Yeah, he's like, oh, can I get your Facebook details? I've got some new tracks coming out soon. Like, Very love cool. it if Check you that can, SoundCloud. Like, <laughs> Does he think I'm you're like, a record oh, I producer? Think <laughs> I think I've heard all of your new tracks <laughs> a few times now. But like, it's kind of funny because it's like that's the most amount of interaction he's getting on the music is someone telling him to stop yeah, playing music. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is my big break. Someone's actually talking to me about it. Um, <laughs> have, you, like, have you ever been told to quiet down? To quiet down. Stop recording that music. 
by my housemates potentially sometimes. Okay. Yeah. But um, outside there, I have my tiny little microphone. I have my MIDI. I'm I'm super quiet when I need to be because mm. I go really ham if people are too loud around me. So I've internalized it and I'm like yep. super quiet. Right. Yeah. I, You're I, like a silent recordist. Oh, yeah. Silent recordist. Exactly. <laughs> That's actually the tattoo I have across my ass cheeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm a silent recordist. Uh, you just use headphones. I use headphones when I can. But isn't there a thing like when you're in the recording and you want to have, I don't know the technical terms, there's like a couple of tweakers, you know, it like a couple of, you need to feel it in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I do that stuff when I know there's no one else around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm you prob- consider I'm, it. I'm, and at the very least, you're not doing it at 3, 4 a.m. like this guy. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just remembered now when I was, um, before I moved out living with mum, I had, uh, we got a letter from our neighbours when we just moved into this house and it said it was very much the same as your start of your letter, Emily. It said you have yep. neighbours too. Playing drums at oh, any oh. hours of the day is not on. Oh, any, hours. Any, hours. any hours. So it wasn't oh, recorded. Wow. But I, I, we were very respectful. Before 7pm is fine. Like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. You're not allowed to. Mum yeah. won't let me okay. play the drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let me. I was like 16 at this point, <laughs> so I do. <laughs> Although I, I do live with my mum now, it, this this hasn't happened uh, recently. <laughs> What's um, your mum's name? Does she have like a classic mum name? Um, does she have a classic mum name? I guess so. Diana. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Diana. the name of a princess. No, that's yeah. good. Diana nice. set the rules early. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She would have been shocked by the letter. Oh, surely. It's, it's an incredible. I still have it. Oh, really? It's like my thing, like, you know, the Beatles were like told yeah. they won't get signed ever and like everyone went through the things. That's like my one. I'm like, that w- you yeah. fucking number 55 Fitzwilliam Road. You, you can send um, your 2021 Spotify wrapped image yeah. to your neighbour and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're playing the drums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the what the fuck have you done with your life? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what about these millions of streams? <laughs> yeah. Someone's listening. You know how much money I got from that? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> More than you, you prick. <laughs> What's, how many TikTok followers do you have, you fuck? Get him. <laughs> really? Shut him down. Yeah, you shut him down. <laughs> Amazing. Have you come to a resolution? Your suggestion is? Rap battle. Rap battle. Rap battle. Uh-huh. That's the resolution. I know I might have told you earlier, but I'm actually not really a very confident rapper. Mm. So what you do is you find a rhyme with dick. And then you say that line, walk up, get your friend a beatbox and be like, hey, what's up? My name's Emily and I'm very slick. Watch out. Now I'm going to punch you in the, and then you, and then you punch him in the dick really hard. I thought the uh, purpose of the rap battle was to avoid a physical confrontation. No, no, no. no. It's to justify, if anything. <laughs> I would also suggest, you know, some other things, good things you could bring into the rap is criticize his mother mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and his manhood. Yep. So, yep. you know, emasculate yep. him in any way you really can. Mm. Other common things, homophobic slurs. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. They tend yep. to work. <laughs> tend to work generally <laughs> in, these, in these freestyle uh, yeah. rap battles. The yeah. minute you question their sexuality, they internally combust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that, I go. It's the best when they've literally taken whatever was just said and they've made new lines. Yeah. They refer to that as a rebuttal. Yeah. You know? It's like Marty says I like fish. Well, guess what? His favorite dish is dick. He's gay. Yes. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Give me another one. I'll do another one. Nah. See, that's... Not appropriate. <laughs> that's actually a connoisseur of freestyle rap. 
It's oh, not yeah. freestyle, but yeah, it's rap. Rap battles, rap actually. Battles. He hates freestyle. <laughs> he hates but, freestyle. Yeah. He prefers rehearsed raps. <laughs> what do you mean a rehearsed rap battle? No, he likes the rap battles. Rap battles. Oh, my God. Now, are you talking about the legitimate ones? Or legitimate the... ones. I'm okay. talking there's like an actual league in America. Back-to-back yeah. montages and rap battles. It's, a, it's an insane community. You get like two weeks to prepare. You're like you're going up against this guy. You've got two weeks to write three rounds. Oh, my God. And then boom, go for it. Yeah. Seven-minute rounds. I walk rounds. in sometimes he's watching and they're eviscerating oh, them yeah. to the very core oh, of their identities. Yeah. Like it's, talking about their childhoods and look, how they never actually yeah. were involved in gun crime and they're yeah. all talking, they're faking it. And oh, you're like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, very it's, dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, if if you want some research materials, go on YouTube and search up URL.tv. So get versed on the world of rap battles mm. and that is our solution to you. And good luck with it. Excellent advice. Thank you, guys. Well, bro, thanks for coming on the show today to tell us about your experiences in your different studios and houses around the country. It's okay. Thank you very much for having me. If you want to be a caller just like Emily, all you got to do is hit up our Instagram at Housewarming Podcast. We're also on Facebook, Housewarming Podcast, TikTok, Housewarming Podcast, Twitter, but left the field, Housewarming Pot. Whoa. Hey. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of housewarming podcasts out there. Yeah. yeah it's a a lot of global warming ones, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> They're solving climate change. <laughs> we are solving the issues. <laughs> yeah. uh, but one more thank you to Tom, and that's all from us for now. Till next time. Peace. Big thanks to our editor, Sean Allen, and our producers, Ella and Elsa, for putting this show together. And a huge shout-out to our boy, Paolo, for helping us out with the theme music. There's, like, pre-workout, which makes your butt tingle. Very odd. I Don't love it so much. Yet. I love pre-workout so much. It's like coffee, but it makes you super depressed after. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when I tried to make a cheesecake with mozzarella? Yeah, it didn't go that well. Do you remember when I tried to cook that chicken dish, but in a glass oven tray and it smashed? I still wanted to eat it after that. I mean, I would have died, but I wouldn't have wasted anything. Yeah, it was a real rock bottom moment for you. These are all examples of our kitchen fails. And we now want to hear yours. That's right. Volley is helping us find some of the best kitchen fails. It's less my kitchen rules and more my kitchen sucks. All we need is for you to enter your best or worst stories. We're going to celebrate you for being terrible. Just head over to our Instagram to enter. And for all your kitchen fails, you can get Volley, the app for instant groceries.